And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Once again, broadcasting live from the land of $1,000 fines for not wearing a mask. Washington, D.C. at the annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire Conference put on by FairUS.org. Joining me right now is Neil Monroe. He is a Breitbart immigration reporter. Neil, how you doing, man? Delighted to be here. Well, I'm so glad that you joined us and uh, I, I was asking my contacts over at Breitbart if they were going to have anybody here in DC. They let me know that you're going to be here, and I was like, I got to get Breitbart on. And we love having you guys with us. And let's focus because your your area of expertise is kind of like the economy of it, the money of it. Where does the money go? We've talked a lot about the personal stories, the media coverage, but let's talk about dollars and cents. Right. So I mean, I I, I cover the money because it's the stuff that the other reporters don't cover, and it's actually what runs this. And so there's a couple of overlapping things that are all true and they conflict with each other. The first thing is obvious. Immigration expands the economy. When you bring in a million immigrants a year, you eat more hot dogs, you rent out more apartments, you sell more cars, you get more workers. So it makes the economy bigger. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing by itself. But on top of that good thing, there's other things. A bad thing is you bring in more workers. That means Americans get lower wages. Okay. That's bad. You bring in more workers. They need to live. So they need to rent. So they buy up apartments and houses. Well, that's good if you're in a real estate business. It's bad if you want to buy a house or you want to pay lower rents. Okay, if you're an American worker, what happens is the companies say, oh, we want more, we want our workers to, we want to get more work done every day. That's great. We could hire more workers, that's one option. The other option is to buy machines for our workers. Give this guy a robot and he'll produce five times as much. We'll increase his salary a little and we'll both benefit, okay? But then what happens is, Companies say, eh, a robot, it costs money, we can't sell it, the economy goes down, they have to borrow money from the banks, there's a certain amount of risk. Let's just hire another cheap worker. And we can hire them if they want. So, because of immigration, American workers get fewer tools to do more work. This applies in the blue-collar area and the white-collar area. So, you're growing up in South Bend, you have a couple of kids, you pay your taxes, you get them educated in school, you take them to after-school sports, you work for 15, 20 years to get these kids up, out, and let's say, out of college or technical school. That's a great thing. Hooray for you. But they can't get a job at the auto industry. They can't get a job at the auto industry because the auto companies are allowed to hire foreign workers under visa programs like the H-1B. And the H-1B program is great for business. You get an American who turns up at your door and says, i got a four-year college degree. I'd like to be paid $70,000 a year. And I'd like you to be nice to me and not fire me. Okay, that's one. And then you get an Indian or Chinese guy who says, well, I got a degree in a crummy college back home. But I'll only ask for $40,000. You can fire me anytime you want. I'll work like a dog for 10 years until you pay me with a green card. And the executives love that. Especially because the executives have subcontracted a lot of the hiring to Indian managers. And the Indian managers like to hire Indians. Chinese managers like to hire Chinese. So Americans have been frozen out of white-collar jobs. The same thing is happening in blue-collar jobs. In multiple states, legislatures are quietly changing the law to allow 
foreign people to get licenses to install HVAC or electrical or plumbing, to do hairstyling, to be physical therapists. So people can take the test to be a physical therapist in South Bend while they're living in Croatia. No harm, no problem apparently. Uh -huh. Those people can fly into this country for three months without a visa and quietly work when no one's noticing and have the work covered by the insurance and the licensing and then they go home and your daughter doesn't get that job because it went to a guy in Croatia. It's the same in the agriculture sector. We have all these chicken disassembly plants. You get the animals, you disassemble them. Some places they just say, well, you know, a certain amount of automation is good, but we're not going to put a lot of automation in here because we'll just get another truckload of workers up from the south. And when they get injured and tired, we just get another truckload. But if you look at European uh, slaughterhouses, they have robots whirling and lasers cutting and blades flying and relatively few people because basically they have fewer immigrants, legal or illegal, and so they have to pay their workers more, so they build more robots, so the workers earn more money. It's all different from here. So that's what I cover. You know, it's also, um, when I was in Las Vegas, there was a, a bit of a teacher issue, as they always make teachers issues. Um, and they actually brought in teachers from the Philippines to fill vacancies because they didn't want to hire teachers with degrees because it cost too much. And the teachers union contract, you have this degree, you get a bare minimum salary, which is yeah. elevated. And some of, those, some of those teachers from the Philippines were teaching English class who did not speak English. And now when I look at the governor of New York, She's looking at bringing in, you know, people from the third world to be nurses in hospitals because nurses don't want to get vaccinated. I mean, but this has been going on for a long time. Yeah, so you can describe this in many ways, but the best way to I would describe it is just like worker power. So the nurses in New York who want some freedoms and uh, exceptions so that she, not all of them have to get vaccinated. Vaccines are great, but some Americans don't want to take them partly because they've already survived the disease. Well, they, Americans lose workplace power when the government can say, I can replace you, I can replace you next week. And we Democrats love replacing you with cheap, compliant foreigners because we're going to turn them into voters. This really is not just a wage issue, not just a housing issue, but a workplace authority issue. And beyond that, one of the big things about immigration is it shifts wealth from the middle of the country to the coasts. Not a little wealth, a huge amount of wealth. Not just huge, but vast. So think of it this way. Most of the investors who create jobs live in the nice communities in New York and California. It's great. Many of them are terrible people, We're, uh, cruel, heartless. That's no problem. We want investors to invest well and create new jobs. But if you're living in California and you're an investor, you want your new factory or your new facility to be you know, a mile, a couple of hours away by car, say an hour away by car. You know the laws, you can bribe the local politicians, you're familiar with California circumstances, so you want to build the jobs in California near to where you live. In the old days, you couldn't do that you, because, you would, because you ran out of workers. And you'd have to say, well, I'll build that factory in Tennessee or Michigan or Indiana. But they don't have to do that anymore. 
if you want to hire workers in California, you go out to LAX and you wait for the next airplane. There's no need to hire people from Indiana anymore. Why bother? The Indians work cheap, the Chinese flying by airplanes, Mexicans come north working hard. Americans are being cut out of the economy deliberately at all levels, low, medium and high by immigration policy. And in all of this, you should be, and Americans are preposterously nice to immigrants and to foreigners, and they have this silly idea that America is a nation of immigrants, it's a nation of Americans. And so Americans, the polls show, many polls show Americans want to like immigrants, mm -hmm. they do like immigrants, they kind of like the idea of a nation of immigrants, but they really oppose labor migration into the jobs needed by you, your kid, or the girl down the street. And Americans, for their own self-defense, have to say, no, we want a national labor market where you investors and politicians have to fight for our attention and time, and you have to give us what we want in cash and in terms of policy. Because if you don't, they will happily replace your children. And the current immigration bill, I kid you not, in the Senate, has a measure that would allow companies to hire an unlimited number of foreign graduates and pay them with green cards, not with cash, so they would have minimal need to hire American graduates. And this is basically conventional wisdom in Washington. I write about this constantly. Staffers and legislators know about it. But it is shocking how the media refuses to tell Americans how their opportunities, their wealth, their kids' future, their careers, their political power are just being dissipated by this alliance of Democrats, Republicans, and investors. And again, we're talking with Neil Monroe from Breitbart News. Do you find it interesting that for many decades, labor unions, of course, voice supported Democrats, um, part of that reason was they didn't want cheap labor to be brought in. They wanted those jobs protected. You finally get a president who does that in President Trump. But he's he's the wrong party. But you see that some of the rank-and-file union membership are peeling off to him. And yet the union leadership was nervous about that instead of embracing somebody who is actually doing what they have been asking for for a long period of time. And now they supported Biden, and Biden's going right back to the old policies of bringing in cheap labor and forget about the unions. Right. It's, in a way, worse than that. Trump was... Uh, he had his heart more or less in the right direction, and he did reduce immigration, which made wages go up. And what he basically was doing was enforcing union rules. He said to business, you have to hire someone because I'm not going to allow anyone to cross the union line. The union line is the 50-state union line of the federal United States of America. That's the line that matters. Democrats, on the other hand, are eager to bring people across the line because the progressives run the Democratic Party, the elite, university-trained socialists who want money and power are in bed with the new technology guys, and they're, they want to make deals with conventional business, because Democrat progressives are awful. They want power above anything else, and they'll do, they'll break anything to get that power. They'll, they're clever, too. They'll persuade themselves that anything is true if it helps them get power. And so they they talk about how immigration is good for our economy and we're a nation of immigrants. It's all a crop. Neil Monroe from Breitbart News. Again, he's an immigration reporter. Go to Breitbart.com. Neil, uh, read more of Neil's columns. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it, and I uh, hope you're having a good time here at FAIR. 
Sure. All right. Thank you. we got more coming up. 95.3 MNC.